hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 189. Thanks to the very good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. We'll tell you about them shortly. And I am joined here for the very last time in 2014 on Two Blokes Talking Tech. My name is Trevor Long. And here in the Tech Guide Theatre uh, with stephenfennick.com.au. No, you're techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. Although I do own stephenfennick.com.au, by the way. But uh, no, great to be here, Trevor. Last, last uh, show for the year. Been a big year. We're going to chat about a few... Uh, products that we liked, a few Christmas gift suggestions. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, a long year, don't the you? Last, think, the last show, it has, you know what? The last few months seem to have flown for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So, been a big year. We're going we're gonna to wrap up the year for you. We're going to also make it useful for you for the next six or seven days. So, you are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Get in touch with us. Jump on uh, on Twitter at Trevor Long and at Stephen Fennick with a PH. And the hashtag, as always, is Ziggy Zaggy. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, mate, we're sitting here. It's Wednesday evening, um, literally, you know, uh, eight days before Christmas, and uh, we are midway through the Tech Guide 12 Days of Christmas uh, for those following along at home on the website, techguide.com.au. And we thought what we could do is combine both a kind of Christmas gift guide with our reflection on products of 2014. Now, the reason we think this is still a valid Christmas gift guide is because, okay, so online shopping is probably a dead duck now, but when you're rushing out this weekend, because you're probably listening Friday, Thursday, maybe the weekend, but the shops are still open. They're still open until, open until midnight. Yeah, a lot right. of them are over late. So we've come up with a list of things which we reckon are still great gifts uh, huge range in each of the categories. And if you're thinking about any of these categories, we reckon we can help you out with those buying decisions. So let's kick it off with what I honestly believe is probably the product category of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the first year we've seen them, but by geez, hasn't this category grown? And that's Bluetooth speakers. Now, I think I've said it before, and we've talked about the fact that we have probably been inundated in the last few months with Bluetooth speakers yeah. from companies, anything from a company you've never heard of to you know the Bang & Olufsen's and the Bose of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think a Bluetooth speaker is one of the greatest gifts, and it reminds me of the digital photo frame five or ten years ago. Do you remember we were taking yeah. all these digital photos and we were like, what are you going to do with them? You need to get them out of, out of, out of, your, uh, out of your camera. What these speakers do is take the music, which is just trapped inside your phone and allows you to play it within your home, whether it's in the kitchen, the lounge room, the bathroom, the, the outdoor patio for entertaining. They are a yeah. sensational gift, I reckon. Well, it's the, it's the culmination of a few factors. I think Look, we, we all carry our music in our smartphones now. Like We, we don't carry dedicated music players anymore. This is with us uh, the whole time. Uh, the Bluetooth technologies, uh, we're up to Bluetooth 4, so the wireless technology is great, uh, long battery lives, uh, great range with your music as well. So there's this like perfect storm of factors that have made this market uh, boom this year. That's right. And, so if you're uh, contemplating yeah. it, let's, let's be clear, the perfect person this is for is someone who does love listening to music, but doesn't have to be super passionate about it, but certainly has a smartphone, 
and has a library on that smartphone of songs and probably someone that you see now and then with their headphones in because they do enjoy listening to music take it out of the headphones whack it onto the table and enjoy it for the for the family now um on tech guide i noticed that one of the first uh, products mentioned in the category of speakers is is the bose SoundLink. now this is to me a very very interesting product the quality is excellent uh the price is what about 180 bucks it comes in a range of colors it was to me and this is going to sound strange but it was a slightly disappointing product out of the box because i think i hadn't hadn't thought about Bose as being a mid-range, you know, supplier. I'd always thought about them being this, you know, super high-end speaker product. But this is, you know, it's a plasticky product that comes in a range of colours that is actually perfectly suited to someone who who appreciates Bose as a brand but wants the the cheap uh, price of about 180 bucks. Yeah, no, I think no, that's that's definitely an entry-level speaker, which which I, I think is still still not not bad for the price. They do have a SoundLink Mini, which is I think 250. That's mm. way better than that. But uh, yeah, other other brands that have really come into their own this year, I think uh, companies like Braven, they've they've made a big, some, Mate, they've got a lot of lot of wireless speakers now. And we know the the bloke that distributes Braven in this country, so we get to see a lot of their products. But the Braven Mirror would be my favourite gift idea. Yeah, it's fun. the it's the shower radio slash speaker because it hangs over the shower. It is waterproof. You can listen to your favourite music in the shower. You can listen to a radio station via your smartphone in the shower. Christ, if you're absolutely weird, you could take phone calls in the shower. It's excellent quality <laughs> because it say, sits... What are you doing? It's, I'm just having a shower. But what are you doing? Yeah. It sits quite close to you because you're actually in the shower. Yeah. I reckon, to be honest, that's probably my favourite Bluetooth speaker of the year. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a few waterproof. I think the Nude Audio Super yes. M was another waterproof one, and I feature that in my, in my gift guide. But I think another speaker we need to talk about too is... Uh, network speakers too like we've seen a lot of companies now bringing in their sonos speaker let's just say right so and isn't it funny steve when you get when you talk to these companies and and they try to explain what they are and they end up having to say like sonos we're like sonos (laughs) (laughs) the number of those that i've had those conversations They say, we'd love to send you a product you look at. And, yeah. and you say, so explain it to me. And they go, well, it's like a multi yeah. It's like Sonos. <laughs> and you go, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we're talking, though. We're talking Samsung. We're yeah. talking LG, yeah. Panasonic. They've all got a version now. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, 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 they're here. Uh, they're, they're the, they take it a step further from a Bluetooth speaker. Bluetooth speaker is more a personal experience. Yep. You can even take it with you when you go out or travel or whatever. The, the multi-room audio experience is what we're talking about here with you know the Sonos-style speakers. And still, Sonos is still top of the tree, in my opinion. But you do have some very interesting product from Samsung, the M7 speakers, you know, the triangular speaker. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, LG, I think they've they got their versions too. Panasonic, Denon, all these big audio brands are suddenly mm-hmm. thinking, well, okay, we've Link got, we're, we're all getting there. out there. So... Um, and look, they're the, they're the wireless speakers, I think, that are, that are still popular as well. And I had a little little wander through JB Hi-Fi the other day, and there are there's like a whole cat, a whole aisle of Bluetooth speakers, but there are they are priced from anywhere around the hundred bucks right upwards. Um, I saw Sony speakers for about one hundred and twenty nine. Yeah. You know, small form factor, perfect for like just a small room. You wouldn't use it for the outdoors and just trying to entertain a whole yeah, whole party. We should we should remind people that the Bluetooth speaker is more a personal speaker. It's not it's not all, yeah. Some of them are loud enough to power a whole room, and you know you got your mates over or whatever. But I think they're meant to be a, a single person speaker, and some of them are small enough to just pack in your bag and take on your trip or whatever, yeah. wherever you go. They are great for traveling, yeah. but I think, mate, some of them are um, certainly, and it actually is a size thing. You, you, when you when you get a big enough speaker, you can certainly sit it on the back deck 
when you've got people around for a barbie and you can have music playing. It's not 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 for a rave where the music should dominate, but where you just want great music nice in the background. background. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Harmon Cardon, another one I yep. saw a couple of this year. Very nice. So, yep. look, if you're in... And these are the things that are also... They are such an easy sell for the retailers that they're all selling them. So and good they're guys. affordable too. They're affordable as well. Like you're good not going to spend 5000 Unless you're buying a Bang & Olufsen, which is probably on the more expensive side, yeah, 479 They're a couple hundred bucks, 150 even 120 They're good value. Yep. Um, they're, they're in all the big retailers. Take some time, have a look, and have a look at uh, the reviews at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au to familiarise yourself with some of the brands and some of the things you can get. Um, uh, for Bluetooth speakers this Christmas and one of the best product categories this year. Well, I think you can't go past one of the most popular products of 2014. That has to be the smartphone. So... In Day a, one of the Tech Guide gift guide. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I thought I'd kick it off with that, and sort of. The, there's the, the beauty of the smartphone market is that there's, it's a bit like Vegas. You know, you can be a high roller, or you can just be uh, eating the at the all you can eat buffet. You know, yeah. there, there's something for everyone. So if you want to go all to the top of the line with the iPhones and your Samsungs and all, all the the top end smartphones. And there are decent value $99 devices. I think Huawei through Vodafone has a $99 product. Alcatel, one touches phone through Boost, five-inch screen, 99 bucks. These are great gifts for younger users, of course. The $99 smartphones should not be discounted from anyone's anyone's, uh, thought process. They are good phones. They're not great phones. They're good phones. They normally lack good screen clarity, good screen color, and the camera. But they can surprise too. And you just scroll to the Kogan Agora 4G Plus. What's that now? 239. You know, not a bad quality phone in in all considerations made by BenQ. Absolutely, yeah. You get a lot of bang for your buck with with these these affordable smartphones. And look, as long as you're under no illusion that you're going to spend 200 bucks on a phone and you think you're getting an iPhone or a, a Galaxy S5 or a Note 4... If you, if you go in with, with reasonable expectations, you're going to be pleasantly surprised at the value of these things. Uh, and I think at this time of year as well where you know, there's a school year ending, uh, some, some young school children, young school maybe entering high school, maybe receiving their first, mm. first smartphone. So with, with all my three kids, they didn't get a phone until they were in year seven in high school because they were catching public transport and you know, they, they were old enough to be responsible to use it. So that is a great Christmas gift for a youngster like that who is maybe going into high school, get it, receiving their first smartphone. Uh, and look, you don't, have that, you don't have to break the bank is the point here. You can still get a lot of stuff. The not breaking the bank is when they break the phone. They're not yep. breaking the bank with a replacement. Well, hopefully they won't. They'll take care of it. I think Listen, one good thing, no. Perc- what's the percentage? What's the breaking well, percentage of your teenagers? Uh, yeah, they've done a few screens <laughs> between them. But but you know what? Uh, you know what? I, I think that teaching a child to look after something and to know that they've got to watch the number of calls oh, okay. they make, yep. I think it's a good lesson for them to learn the value of the dollar. With my children, I thought, right, this is what you're going to have to use per month so that they really needed to budget their, their usage. Yep. You know, when they were in year seven, I did, they weren't paying for the phone or the plan. Yeah, but yeah. like my kids all work now. They're teenagers and they know yeah. that they need to put aside a certain amount of money. So it's a way to teach them value. And this is this thing that you need to look after this. If you break it, it's going to cost money to fix it. Mm. And 
you know, try take a phone away from a, a teenager that's, you know, you'd, they'd rather lose an arm than their phone. So, of course, they're going to look after it. And look, if you want to go up the ladder a bit, let's talk quickly as, as a year in a view concept around smartphones. It was a massive year for smartphones, massive in many ways, because smartphones got bigger in 2014. Yeah. I think you can't argue with that. The iPhone 6, the iPhone 6 Plus, both radically bigger phones for Apple. Um, the Samsung Galaxy Note, uh, the LG G3, uh, the Huawei Mate 7. You know, there's a lot of good, um, great phones and, and such difficult choice, especially when you jump into the Android ecosystem, it becomes a really exciting place to play around because, and that's Samsung's challenge is they've actually created a great ecosystem of Android users who don't need to be loyal to Samsung, do they? Yeah, and yeah. and in terms of Christmas gifts, look, I bought my wife an iPhone 6 for her birthday. Um, I would never do that again. She's already broken it. But, <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's... Some people were listening going, who's buying a $900 phone? There are people that will buy people phones for their birthdays, and that's not a bad thing. If you're listening and and you want to buy your husband or wife a phone, if your husband or wife is using an Android phone, take the time to read people's reviews, mine, Stevens, whoever it is, because you'll find there's some excellent products out Absolutely. there that don't have to be brand aligned, and no. and that's a great thing about 2014. Well, it's it's too, yeah, like you know, brands like Oppo is another yes. is an example of a company that's coming to Australia with some terrific handsets, great design, Android devices. That that's just in a one example. That there's, you know, of course there's your Samsungs and your Apples, and it's been interesting that the the default size of a smartphone now is five inches, around five inch. Mm. So. It's funny how um, Samsung were enjoying this this larger screen space kind of on their own. The Note was a bit of a pioneer in that space. The Galaxy S5 came along. But now that Apple have suddenly decided we're going to play in this big screen space too, they've achieved something that Samsung have struggled to achieve, and that's making the big phone attractive and yeah. sexy. Because you know, Note, Note 4, like the Note phones were really for... It was a niche market for your high-end professionals, mobile professionals. Yeah. Now I'm seeing housewives walking around with iPhone 6 Pluses that they're only reason they're buying a large screen phone is because Apple made it. That's right. Yeah. I, um, I, I opened up an iPhone 6 today and just reminded myself how damn good that phone looks and feels in the hand. And that's something that the other manufacturers are still struggling with. So it is possibly a, a chalking up a win for Apple this year because they've kind of, they've grabbed the smartphone headlines. But if you were to look at it as a whole, you know, the LGs, the, the non-Samsung Android phones have probably won the battle over Samsung, yeah. which is a tough one for Samsung. Don't forget HTC's had a decent yes. year. The I One mean, M8 was a good phone. Right there, was, there was... Uh, Oppo, we've mentioned. I really rate the LG G3, and you can read this in my review. I rated that as one of the best Android phones on the market at the time, and I still stand by that. It's a great phone. What do you think of the Mate 7 Huawei? The Mate 7, yeah, I I, I like that as well, with the fingerprint reader. Big, big six inch screen. So it's, you know, they've really come a long way. That's a great example of a company who was really didn't have, they were in the wilderness a bit with their design. Now, whoever's, whoever they've hired, you know, to top of the class, he's really brought them a long way and, and right into the same league as companies like HTC. Even Samsung, they're really nipping at their heels as well. So they're offering that value. So you're getting great design and great value in the one product. You know, the consumer is the winner here. Great stuff. Samsung, Apple, LG, all the big companies were in it this year and Samsung and smartphones dominate uh, day one of Stephen's Tech Guide, uh, 12 Days of Christmas. And you can check out that guide plus all the specific reviews on both our websites, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.
Now, this is a fun category for me, and I wanted to dip into this so we didn't get all burnt down in the same places we're always talking, but the, the kind of toy category is really exciting now. It's, it becomes an accessory slash toy category because I remember when the AR, the AR drone first came out, it was an amazingly weird thing that was just so cool to fly inside. We've talked about drones. We won't talk about the Phantom-style drones here, but they are sensational. Oh, and, I want to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, there's a couple of grand in that, but... You know, the idea of being able to spend, I think it's about 120 to $150, $200 on a little thing that doesn't really do much other than roll around the room or fly around the room for 8 to 20 minutes. Um, you've got the, the Parrot Mini Drone, the Parrot Rolling Spider, the Parrot Jumping Sumo. You've got Ollie from, yeah. um, what's that, from Sphere? Sphero. 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 Yeah. Um, and Ollie was an interesting one for me. I spent a bit of time trying to get my head around Ollie. It's, it's literally this little canister, which... It's very hard to control. And I thought, I was like, what the hell's the point of this? And then I went, when I was a kid, I had a remote control car. I just drove it around and around in circles. Yeah, this is exactly this does same. tricks. It does yeah. fun things. And for kids who get an iPod <laughs> Touch or something, it's sensational. I recommend people go into an Apple store or one of these yeah. big retailers and have a look at these little things because their kids will absolutely love it on Christmas Day. But what's the common denominator about all these products? Like when you and I were kids yeah. playing with our remote control we cars. We tablets. Exactly, or smartphones. And it, there was a big chunky remote control in it and you needed batteries for that as well. And it yeah. was... It, was a, a, it didn't record video. Exactly right. So the common denominator is that all the people who buy these products have got the remote control already. They download a free app. Um, and now I, I really enjoy the Ollie. It actually took a spin in this in our uh, Tech Guide Theater here a few times, but um, you know it, it, that's an appealing gift because it's fun and and the fact that you can control it with your phone, I think that's really cool. People yeah. can control it with their smartphone. The original Sphero did the same thing. All these drones we're talking about do the same thing. And drones, while we're talking about them. Everywhere you look, there's a mini drone. There's a there's a slightly bigger drone. There's drones in all, all shapes here, and sizes. Driving down uh, through Woolloomooloo or you know the Eastern Distributor there, there was a drone flying over. Someone was flying a bloody drone over the over, over the, the road. I'm going, hang on a minute. I don't it's think, illegal. Yeah, I was going to say that's within 30 meters of buildings and vehicles, my friend. Yeah. But um, I tell you, my pick of the bunch is Ollie, just because it is it is like sensationally fun. It is. It makes noises. It's got colours. It's lights. It is perfect for kids who have an iPod, iPad in the household. And, uh, and I think you can really be a winner on that because it isn't the kind of thing that once you learn how to fly it, you stop. Um, this thing is kind of constantly doing fun things. It's got this pad controller on the screen. It's Very well designed. Yeah, it's colourful. And, and Sphero, the original Sphero, which is still available, by the way, yeah. the original Sphero, you can, the, because it's a, it's a ball, it lends itself to being able to play games as well. That's what I call it. There's an app you can download called Sphero Golf. You can play golf right. with the Sphero. So there's plenty of options. But no, the, the apps that, that accompany Ollie products are really cool. They're very nice, really well well um, designed, and they're just a lot of fun. And what I like about Ollie too is you've got the, with those little nubby tires on it, mm. you can take it outside as well. It's not yeah. just restricted to indoor use. Yeah. You can take it out. Great little product. Uh, check out all the fun gadgets and gifts at techguide.com.au. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for your home and small business networking. And if you've got a home that's full of these kind of gadgets and gizmos, whether it's an Xbox, a PlayStation, a Fetch TV, Foxtel, if you've got connected devices that are streaming media throughout your home, consider the fact that your home network has 
to be reliable. Consider also that your home network or your, your Wi-Fi network is only as good as the best as the slowest device on it. So looking for a tri-band or dual-band router from someone like Netgear will do wonders for your home. So check out Netgear's range of home routers and specifically the, um, the Nighthawk routers at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, another massive product category, you'd have to agree, Trevor, in 2014 is the wearables market. Wearables slash smartwatches, activity bands, all these uh, really uh, came into their own this year. I think very, very popular product category this Christmas. I think that's, I don't know, it's um, it's a sort of product where you, you, you say you buy one for your wife or your husband. And that you got to hope that they don't, they don't think that you're trying to tell them something, yeah. you know, like hey, lose you, some weight, yeah, fatty get into shape, fatso. Like, <laughs> but I think though it's uh, until you've used one, and I'm I'm wearing the Fitbit charge right now. Until you've used one, and we've used all of them, mm. uh, you it, it, you don't really know where, like health wise where you're at. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how far or how little they walk each yeah. day, and you know it's all about movement and and. You, you can't improve something unless you know the, your baseline, where you're starting from, yeah. what, what you're doing. So this sort of product is not only fun, it, it kind of challenges you to sort of walk that little bit more and, and check on your app. And uh, you know some, some apps even suggest ways you can improve your sleep and go to bed a bit earlier tonight. And you know, so these sorts of things, you know, if you want to take the trouble, you can even log all the food you eat. You can really go down into some detail. Yeah. So I think... That I reckon that's a really cool gift for someone who, and a lot of them too, like the, like this this the, the Fitbit charge tells you who's calling you. The Vivo Smart from Garmin, which was one of my favourites actually for the year, yeah. that is almost like a smart watch as well. That yeah. gives you your emails as well as your calls. I was going to say I think the 2014 measure of the wearable is the is the evolution of it. We had the Jawbone, we had the Fitbit, but what 2014 did was either miniaturise it, so the Jawbone Move is an example of that. Or super hype it, so you've you had the um, Galaxy uh, Gear Fit, which was the the kind of beautiful touchscreen one. But in the middle there for me was the Garmin Vivo Smart because it it looked pretty much like any other tracker, but it had this had this screen that gave you Twitter, Facebook, email notifications as well as calling number display and stuff like that. It was a good design, had a reasonable you know week long battery life. Um, probably my tip of the that's absolutely my tip when it comes to fitness trackers with a bit extra. But then Mate, switching wearables up a gear, didn't the smartwatch take off this year? We had the, the Galaxy Gear last year. Yeah. The the Samsung Gear 2 watch was, I, I thought it was sensational, to be honest. Yeah. But it's funny how in just a short space of time, now we've got Android Wear. It's a whole operating system for, for smartwatches. Mm-hmm. And I now look at the Gear 2 and go, no, thanks. Yeah. And it's great because it means there are products out there you can buy off the shelf and you've got this sensational thing on your wrist. So yep. if someone loves their gadgets, gadgets and gizmos and they've got a few things and they haven't got something on their wrist, great Chrissy present. Absolutely. You've got, you got to remember too, like uh, you're right, the smartwatch just sort of came out of nowhere this year. LG released two in the space of five months. Yeah. They had the original G-Watch there and now the G-Watch R, which I see on your wrist right there, Trev. Uh, Samsung released two this year as well. The Gear S, I think, was the, the largest faced yes. uh, phone uh, um, smartwatch as well. And Motorola 360, 
And uh, we get Apple's announcement of the Apple, Apple Watch. And, and yeah, the, the, the massive, the elephant in the room is the Apple Watch that's coming out in a couple of months. So, that's right, Tim. We didn't mean like elephant any other way other than, you know, you're the one everyone's waiting for. Absolutely right. Tim, listen. Yes, yes of course he does. And, and Merry Christmas, Tim, and all your staff at Apple. I assume the card, yeah. I assume you didn't get my address changed. <laughs> yeah, in the mail. But uh, no, I think, look, if you're in the market for a smartwatch, look, there's plenty of great watches right now. You can get an Android Wear. You've got to remember, though, if you want a smart watch, and this is what I found rather rather strange or intriguing, was the fact that if you want a smart watch now, they'll only work with Android devices. Yeah. So, but if you want to use a smart band like the Vivo Smart, that right. works with iOS as well as Android. Mm. So, to me, that's kind of the the, the gadget the that will suit any, everyone will 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 be compatible with that device. Yeah. So unless you know your whoever you're buying for has an Android device. That's just a little tip, so that you're not buying them something they're going to be taking back on yeah. Boxing Day. And also remember, this is a this is a category that's evolving faster than anything we've seen before. Next year, there'll be something so much better. So just remember, if you're looking at someone who does look over their shoulder and, and keeps things for a long time, they're probably going to be disappointed in a year or so. So be wary of that because a, a great gift now may not yeah. be so great it's in the a future. Fast but moving market, this one. It, it's crazy, isn't it? So uh, wearables and uh, whether they're fitness bands, um, uh, tracking bands, or the good old smartwatch. Heaps of them available. Check them out at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Now, we talked about Bluetooth speakers earlier. Um, I didn't want to bring it up then because I think it would blur the lines, but I absolutely can't not talk about headphones this year. I have been, again, blown away by the number of headphones I've seen this year, but also the very fast evolution of headphones into wireless so there are so many cables thing of the past thing of the past option so lots and this is the amazing thing and this is the my my little hot tip and i think you'd you'd agree Stephen. is look at the features of of the device before you buy it if it's wireless only then the backup isn't there for you batteries go you actually having a cable as a backup is a great thing for those moments where the battery's gone um that's that is something to look for, and I like that about some of the devices that, you know, I think the Plantronics Backbeat Pro has a cable available, a lot of the Beats one. So look for one that has the cable as a playthrough if you're worried about battery life. Um, also look for... Generally what it is, headphones have a backup cable, wireless earphones... Do not. You're gone. Of course not. That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And so in a headphone space, let's talk earphones separately then because it's a very good point. In a headphone space, I mean... Uh, I'm looking at the tech guide now. The, the Bose were sensational. Best set my, of headphones. One of my products of the year, the QC25. Yeah. Um, if if wow. someone travels, pool your resources up to $399 and get them a set of Bose QC25s. They are sensational. My headphones of the year are actually the Plantronics um, Backbeat Pros because yeah, they had yeah. some sensational features, dials to twist volume and, and tracks forward, and also a feature where you press a button and you can hear the people talking around you so that yeah, you can be in the through, office. Yeah, the, the boat. The Bose uh, headphones do that too, but what I quite liked it. I, I agree that the Plantronics was a real surprise packet for me. Yeah. I, that was a really good product. What I quite liked about it though was that it had a sensor, so when yes. you actually took the headphones off your head, it would pause your music. When you put them back on your head, it would detect that and, and then play it again. That, yes. I thought that was genius. But and these ones are only just on the market. But I've seen them in Apple stores. The Parrot Zik Two are. Uh, there's something that's sense. So they, they actually look a bit freaky to me. I'm, I'm not a fan of the, the look of them. It's a very a funky design, right? Yeah. But French company, dark, yeah. French company. I understand that, yeah. and you know, Frenchies they're good like that. But <laughs> but the sound quality from the Parrot Zik 2.0 
is unbelievable in two fronts. One, just by default, but then secondly, the, the companion app allows you to manipulate the sound to the nth degree, and it is brilliant. What's that so, like? It's got an equalizer or something. Like that, no, is it? Not an equal. In the app, you can you can change so that it actually puts the sound like it's coming from the front or oh. from the back. You can change it to be like a small room, a, a cinema, a, a concert hall. You can actually set if your favorite artists have have, a, have an agreement, I guess, with Parrot. They have uh, settings that will okay. so the artist That's can say, you know what, Eminem is probably not one of them, but. Um, he could say, you know what, I want you to listen to this song with my profile. And this is, and that way you'll hear it exactly how I intended it. It's sensational, well, the stuff that can be done with headphones. That's a great feature because audio appreciation is such a subjective thing. True. Like what you think's great, I might think rubbish Correct. and vice versa. Correct. So I think a good – here's a tip for any, any of our listeners who want to buy a pair of headphones – have a listen to them first. Yeah, there's many stores, JBs. They've got them all sitting there, allowing you to, to listen to sample some music before mm. you buy them. I think that's a really good way to to make sure you're getting something that you'd appreciate. That even in your opinion is is a good sound because. Yeah. And skip through the tracks on the device too. Find yeah. something that's closer to what you take want to listen to. Yeah. Take it like take a bit of music or try to listen to a bit of music that you know. I, yeah. I, whenever I test my, whenever I do my testing for my reviews. I've got a certain number of songs that are like one's really bassy, one's got a lot of different levels in it. So I've got this little playlist that are kind of my default songs. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of how I judge a good pair of headphones. If these songs that I, I know exactly how they they're supposed to sound, that's the same uh, method I think yep. that uh, we should employ. And you mentioned earphones earlier. Um, yeah. I think we can't not mention. Couple of things again. Plantronics had a set of uh, uh, they were blue. I don't know if they're all blue, but a set of wireless earphones, which were sensational. They're the ones I use by default because they they were sport based, but they really stick in your ears. They were perfect, excellent stuff. So Plantronics, mm-hmm. look for those. But then there was a couple mate that had some really interesting features. Absolutely, yeah. The Jabra Sport Pulse wireless um, headphones. They were the ones that uh, you know the, the name the name of uh, gives it away. They, they can actually take your heart rate through yeah. your ear, which was pretty handy. And they've got a really good companion app that works with that too, so that it, you tell you you tell the app what you want to do, and it, it will give you the right um, heart rate range you need to say. So if you want to do like a, a fat burning session, you need to sort of go into this sort of level of intensity. Mm. Uh, another another pair that were released earlier this year were the the Power Beats Two Wireless from the Beats mm. Wireless headphones, the over the ear style headphones. So and these are obviously designed to get into the gym and we're running, so they can handle all your sweat and all the kind of shock and what you do, whatever you're doing to them. So. Um, they're a popular choice, I think, this this year, this Christmas as well. It's still very affordable, but um, I think cables are gone. gone. Forget about it. Yeah, forget forget about it. <laughs> All right, headphones and earphones, another great idea for uh, Christmas gifts and also one of our categories of the year. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, uh, another popular choice, I think, this Christmas is going to be the tablet. There's uh, so many tablets to choose from. Uh, obviously, the, the, the iPads, we, we, uh, the, we saw the iPad Air 2, the iPad Mini 3. But, of course, it was also the year that we saw Samsung really sort of take it to the next level with their Tab S with super AMOLED screens. Beautiful device. Very, very nice device. We saw LG's, uh, their G-pads as well. Sony. Yeah. Oh, look, the Xperia Z3 tablet, uh, they've got a compact as well. But there's also, and I get this, you probably get this too, there's a lot of people that are asking, look, I want to buy my five-year-old a tablet. I don't want to buy him an iPad. There are so many affordable Android and Windows tablets Depend on the market. Though. Like you get the couple hundred, a hundred bucks, you get a seven-inch tablet, 150. 
you, you know, Kogan have got a great range of two Agora tablets as well. There's so many choices. So all you need to decide on is your budget, then work out your screen size, then work out the brand you want to buy. Yeah. It's and my, only, my only thing about that is just buyer beware as to the capabilities of these things. The, the smaller, cheaper tablets, again, like the smartphones, they don't have as good a screen, so the brightness isn't there. That's probably not a problem for, for a kid who's playing with it, using it. And also be wary of the apps that you think you're going to run because uh, an intense graphical app will will struggle a little bit on those cheaper tablets. They don't have the processor power. So just be aware of what you're thinking of buying. Again, look for reviews. Look for people that have done what you're looking for. I, I, I got the Pendo pad, the Windows Pendo pad, 198 bucks. It's already, you know, 160 or something at Target. Just for funsies, I put Minecraft on it. It was appalling, obviously. It was never going to work very well. But I was just trying to prove the point to myself that while it was Windows, it wasn't really Windows. So yeah. just be cautious of that. But gee whiz, mate, for a couple of hundred bucks, you can get a great tablet. Well, yeah, and that's th- our message. That same tablet that you buy for $200 now was 400 a couple of, a year and a half ago. So I think, look, the tip is... Be realistic. You, you're not going to. It's not going to be an iPad if you're paying one hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Be realistic. Obviously, if if it's for a young child, they're not going to be out there playing all these high intensity games. Be realistic with your expectations. If you do, if you do have a teenage, you know, son or daughter, or you want to buy something for your husband, then of course you might want to buy them a more expensive tablet. I reviewed just this week the Lenovo, the Tablet Beautiful. Two Pro. Lovely. Big screen, 13-inch screen, Ridiculous. kickstand built in, projector. projected projected my the Star Wars trailer on, in, on the wall. Great, great device. Really handy, very versatile. $799, so you get a lot of bang for your buck. But it is powerful enough to use as a tablet, uh, as a laptop, I should say. Yep. Uh, and, of course, you, you've been bombarded with the uh, Surface Pro 3 advertisements comparing it to the MacBook Air. I'm sure you've yeah, seen that out yeah, about 58 yeah, yeah. times in a day. Um, and again, this tablet has positioned itself as a laptop replacement, hence the reason why it is more expensive. They're starting at almost $1,000 for the entry-level product. Mm. So there are so many options here for from your four-year-old who wants to play with something while you're at the cafe mm. to a $2,000 Surface Pro 3 that can be your laptop, tablet, whatever you want. Uh, so many choices in between as well. Tablets, I think you'll find in the top three categories for Christmas on Christmas wish list this year. Well, uh, check them all out. There are uh, nearly all of them been reviewed at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, a couple of years ago, when I, and we get the same thing regularly at this time of year, you get a radio station, you're doing your spot, and they say, oh, what's a great Christmas gift out of here? And sometimes you end up going, you go, a Bluetooth speaker or whatever, and then really, one of the best gifts is still a voucher. Now, a voucher used to be a cop-out, but these days, it's a gift. So the reason I think in 2014 the voucher has evolved, and it sounds like a really stupid statement, but I think it has, because you can go into Caltex, Woolworths, anywhere, and you can see vouchers wall-to-wall. But the th- there's three vouchers I want to draw to your attention. Firstly, the iTunes voucher. Still the favorite, the classic. Look for deals. There's always somewhere that yeah, there's a deal, right? Off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So look for the, you know, two twenty dollars for thirty for a hundred dollar. Yeah. yeah. So look for that because you're actually saving money yeah. on your apps and things and your music. So look for that. Um, iTunes. Anyone that's got an iOS device, iPhone or iPad, an iTunes voucher is an excellent gift. Full stop, without question. Yeah. Remember, even if, even if you don't have an iOS device, it still works on other. True. You, on you other, can other, buy music and things on, on your computer. iTunes still works. 
if though you know someone that has a Samsung and LG a HTC phone, be very clear. You can get a Google Play voucher. Now, because you've probably never heard of it, it's it, it'll probably be a white voucher and it's got a triangle like a play button, play button. pointing to the right with, yeah. with multiple colors in it. Google Play. That is the Android version of iTunes and it is well worth investing we sh- in. We should point out that whether it's iTunes or Play, that doesn't limit them to just music and movies. No, there's music there's apps. books, apps, the whole work. So yeah. it, it is... It is a gift that, that really is up to the receiver to spend how they want. And, and there's even Facebook apps, Facebook but vouchers. But the one I, the tell, you, I tell you the gift I reckon is a crack of this Christmas is Spotify. Yeah. You can get a Spotify voucher. Now, to be clear, there's, so Spotify is, is, if you don't know, it's a streaming music service. So anyone that loves music will love Spotify. So if someone is a Spotify user now, get them a Spotify gift card. You're saving them three months worth of subscription. If they're not a Spotify user and they love music, when you buy them a three-month Spotify voucher, it's going to cost you like 35 bucks. you are buying them 30 million songs at their fingertips, at their own desire, as many times as they want, as often as they want, for three months. That's a great present. An Fantastic. Fantastic. And, and the chances are, too, is that they're going to continue to be Spotify customers once the voucher runs out. That once they get a taste of it, they think, "Wow, for twelve bucks a month, yeah. it's cheaper than a which, which cheaper gives, than a CD." Which gives still. you an in every birthday, every Christmas. You sort of yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it's like the Pandora of uh, of the tech world. You know, you buy yeah, Pandora, Pandora bracelets. bracelets. You can again just keep topping it up. Thankfully, my wife's not into that. Is Joe? Uh, yeah, I've bought her a couple of Pandora. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been sucked in. It just no, it's a no-brainer present. Hello, Good news: Sephora is <laughs> opening in Sydney. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> No, no, but Sephora's makeup, yeah. mate. Makeup. I oh, know, oh, but that's your, regu- your regular. Oh yeah, no. gift for, for exactly. And, and you know what? It's still a regular because the the prices aren't quite the same US to Australia. Yeah. But anyway, we digress heavily. Uh, vouchers are a great uh, Christmas gift or a gift at any time of year. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify—they're my hot tips. Uh, two blokes talking tech. Now, here's another suggestion. Now, we've been talking about buying products and headphones and phones and tablets, all those sorts of things. But what do you buy the techie person who's already got all these devices? Mm. I think a great gift is an accessory. Now, if you know, say your wife's got an iPad or a smartphone of some description, then maybe buy her a a, a case or a keyboard cover yeah. or, or a protective case. Maybe it's like something case that... case is a great place to start. Um, a lot of people don't mind having multiple cases because they change change them regularly. It's yeah. kind of a fashion accessory. A keyboard cover, keyboard folio yeah. style cover, Belk and uh, Logitech, lots of great brands out there for your iPads. Um, I th- actually think, and it's going to sound a bit lame, but I think you'll get traction with it for some people, especially heavy users. Imagine you've got a, just an intense, heavy tech user and you don't know what to get them. Go to JB, go to Harvey's, buy them a portable battery. You know, it might be 30 bucks. It's not going to be the best battery in the world, but buy them a portable battery and, ex- and an extra cable for their iPhone or, or Android phone. And you bundle up, put it, wrap it in a nice little package, and you've just bought them an extra half a day of battery life on their phone, whether it's to travel or in day. their work bag. Yeah, yeah. But there are some, uh, I've reviewed the Plox um, battery pack. Mm-hmm. If you're an iPhone user, it's actually got a lightning cable in, in, in attached to the yep. battery. So that's just, you've got this one thing you've got to take. But no, that, that's an excellent gift idea because the, the, for, for that heavy tech user, that, that person who's got everything, this is something that they'll appreciate. It's yeah. something that they will, they will definitely use. Um, but just, just on the accessories as well, there are so many to choose from. We're not talking just cases and stuff. There are, there are a lot of app accessories as well, right. so things that work with different apps, different game controllers and, and various apps that run. If you go to the Apple Store, there are so many products 
that these app accessories, mm. you know, whether it's something that looks at your golf swing, I've reviewed a couple of those, whether it's something that can tell you if, you, if your pot plants need watering, you know, remember the that power uh, flower, the power power. flower thing? So there are so many gifts that are right. They're out of the box type gifts sort of outside the square, yeah, yeah, yeah. but something that someone who's got an iPhone or an iPad or whatever, a tablet or whatever, they'll appreciate it because it extends the use of that product and, and lets them maybe enjoy something that might be a gardener, for example, that flower thing <laughs> might work. Bless, me. bless you. Um, so yeah, I think uh, there, there's plenty of choices just in that area alone. So it's funny. The power flower power. I kind of forgotten about that. Yeah. Still sits out the front of our joint yeah. in a point set here, and it's been um, asking to be watered for six yeah, months. Is that right? Thing. I'm like, it'll rain soon. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, if if you can get to the Apple Store in Sydney, the Sydney City one has more range than anywhere. Um, it's a great place to walk around. You don't, you never feel pressured or compelled to buy there. No. You go, your bottom floor is your lap, is your Macs and things. Up upstairs is where the accessories and the iPhones and stuff are. Go up to the second 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 level, second level, level and have a look at all the accessories. Yeah. It's sensational, and an accessory is almost a, a can't go wrong because you know what? It's it's a cheap enough present that they're not gonna they're not gonna hate it. They may not use it every day, but they may yeah. get some value out of it, Bit and that's fun. really all you want. Yeah. Bit of fun, but you know what? Bottom line, no matter what you buy, keep the receipt. You just never know. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Look back on 2014 and some hopefully some useful Christmas gift ideas for you. Uh, And lots of those things are on our websites. And, you know, we're not saying that because we want you reading it. We find and we know companies... we are saying that because we want to read the website. But companies know that people research more now than ever. I remember 10 years ago, um, Bill Crichton, who was the boss of Sanyo in Australia at the time, saying to me, mate... Where our research shows that people, not like 60% of people are now researching TVs online. This yeah. is well, this Everyone, is years ago. Yeah. Because today, that's what we do. We don't listen to the sales. I mean, we, we actually find what we want. We go into the store driving for price. And if we can help you with that, yeah, you, we're, we're happy to. And you can find it at techguide.com.au or eftm.com.au. And of course, you can jump on Twitter at Stephen Fennick with a PH or at Trevor Long. Now... As a bit of added, added value, because we've gone well over time, but that's completely fine. <laughs> keep because, running. Yeah, keep walking. We're, we're, we're going to keep going. Go around the block one more time. And if you're if you're on public transport, maybe don't miss your bus stop. That's all I'm saying. Um, but let's just quickly, we've looked back at 2014. I mean, I uh, genuinely, I think we've covered the yeah, big stuff for 2014 there. Um, the tough thing is the crystal ball. And we, again, we get asked this a lot. What is happening for 2015? What are we going to see? CES is great because it sets the scene for that. But if I'm honest, you know, I'm predicting CES. I'm predicting, blah. I'm predicting curved TVs again. I'm predicting yeah. more OLEDs and more more screen sizes and that kind of stuff. But outside of that, uh, you know, it's the other halls, it's the other areas where we're going to see an absolute growth in the things we've already talked about here. Yeah, wearables, yep. wearables, speakers will be the big. Uh, the, instead of iPhone cases, there will be will be Bluetooth speakers, and. And for me, the smart home. I think yes. this is going to be the year where the smart home really kicks on. Apple's yeah. ha- uh, home kit has made that real time. Um, we know of some networking companies that are looking at these. It's all happening now in the connected home. This is going to be the year for it. Here's a phrase you're going to hear a lot of in 2015. The Internet of Things. Well, yeah, we've been hearing it all. You're yeah. going to hear that even more next year because that is the way companies are going to describe to you, the consumer, that... All their devices, whether they're from the same company or not, all these devices are going to talk to each other. There's going to be control through your phone, through your tablet. You'll be able to set the, the, the oven on when you're in the car on the way home. You can draw the blinds before you, when it gets to a certain temperature in the, in the homes. Your security solutions, wireless cameras. 
These are the things and all controlled from the smartphone, which everyone has now. That's the remote control of our life now. Um, and the, our connectivity, wireless connectivity is better than ever. Mm. Bluetooth connectivity is better than ever. So the quality you're going to get from remotely viewing a, a camera now on your device, yep. that's better than ever. And sort of that's really fertile ground for all these devices to spring up from. It's fertile ground, but it's also dangerous ground for the early adopter. And I, I admit to being one of those people. Now, I have several apps that I need to use in my home to control things. I have the Philips Hue, I have the Belkin Wemo, I have my Actron air conditioner, I have a couple others. I can't even think of them. But the issue with it is, and this is where we need the ecosystems to, to unite, and that's kind of Apple's home that's kit. Home kit yeah. um, Google's got a thing going on there as well. We need them to open them. So we need to kind of open source themselves. Now, uh, Chet Pipkin, when, we, when I talked to him anyway, talked about you know, being very happy to be open and, and trying to make it accessible. You know, the, the IFT, the if this, then that concept, yes. which is a sensational website. If you love tech, get into it. Um, it, it. It's the way you want to connect things within themselves. So that Internet of Things within your home. The Internet of Things, the smart home, will fail in the early stages. It'll always be successful in the long run, but it'll fail in the early stages because people find it too cumbersome. Now, that's, yeah, but, that's no, what people need to know. I, I, but it's not in... Like, I think we've had the early stage already. We've that's had That's what it, I'm saying. You know, that's like, what I need 2015 it's, to be. It's coming now, yeah, yeah. 2015 for me has to be the year yeah. where it's made... It delivers on the promise. It's made yes. consumer-friendly. Yes. Mums and Absolutely. dads, our listeners, our radio listeners yeah. can go out and we can say to them, hey, buy that light bulb. And then buy that thing there, that camera there, and then buy that thing there, and you'll yeah. get two, you get three things. You get a, a light that turns on when someone walks there and records to the hard drive and emails it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's a smart home, yeah. and and that's possible yeah. now, but it is a little bit challenging to and do. The, the attractive, like this market, is set to be worth billions of dollars in Australia, and, and the reason for that is that. Being wireless, based on wireless products, it's easy to retrofit in your house. There's no need to cable up yeah. a whole house. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. If you're building a home, great. But if you've got an existing home, which all of us have, it's very easy to retrofit this stuff into your network. And as I said, our networks are stronger than ever, more range than ever. We're all moving up to better, you know, eight hundred eleven AC networks. It's all everything's pointing in that direction. It's really going to be the perfect opportunity to take advantage of that and connect everything together. So 2015, the year of the smart home. Uh, we're going to see that from your LGs, your Samsungs, your Sonys, I think, because exactly. I think I think they know that... The ecosystem of products is they, going to be all connected. But I also think they know they've got a bit of an issue with, you know, okay, it's another curved screen TV. They're not going to get the publicity they've, they've got in the last no. couple of years. They have been talking about uh, refrigerators, washing machines that talk to each other for years, which is great. But I'm not confident that they're going to open themselves up to that ecosystem. So that's the big challenge for those big companies that they don't get completely swamped by all the little guys yeah. in Hall Two, you know. And and that well, will be the challenge. Has hasn't that made hasn't that made it just a, such an ultra competitive market now? Where mm. you know the Hall Two, there's the South Hall, could produce this out-of-the-bang wireless product that could challenge the likes of Samsung and all these other big companies. Right. It's exciting times for being a developer and being a, someone who's creating this sort so, of product. So we will see the smart home. That's going to be huge. Massive in 2015. It'll be massive at CES. You will hear us banging on about that uh, in, in, in a couple of weeks. 4K will be big. I think we're going to see now content, 4K content, Ultra HD content, whatever you're going to yeah. call it. I think that before the end of these prediction before the end of 2015 mm. there will be a, a playable 4k format blu-ray disc association they've they've been working away there'll be oh, a I 4k think, forget format that. netflix will be in 4k 
Yeah, but then your downloads on your unless you got unlimited downloads, it's just out of reach. Though, right. yeah. Listen, I'm be... I'm I'm a couple of years away from having a care in the world about 4K. If I'm honest yeah. with you, I'm not. I'm uh, <laughs> currently. Uh, Stephen I'm, says uh, as we sit as in the tech guide theater, glancing up at the 4K projector, which I I look forward to seeing some content on shortly. Um, <laughs> quickly, we, we we mentioned it, but um, the the wearables will will progress heavily. Last year there was um. At least fifty different bloody smartwatches. Yeah. They've all basically been superseded now by the Android wares of the Absolutely, world. But yeah. good luck to them trying to compete because you got to remember CES. They they build a product and they try and sell it to OEMs who will sell it in individual countries. And you got to so, remember too that the products we're going to see at CES aren't going to be in the market for months. That's right. Some there's some products that we'll see in January won't be in Australia till November. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know that CES is going to be um, a revolutionary thing again. Yeah. I think I actually, I've been thinking about a lot. I think what CES needs is for other things to dominate, not the TVs. Yeah. Now, while the big companies well, need the TVs the to dominate this is, because... This is the year that will happen. It has to yeah, because yeah. Those, those things make a lot of money for those companies. Yeah. But unfortunately, the Consumer Electronics Show broadly needs something much bigger it needs something much grander to make a splash to be to be relevant so hopefully that happens the tv will still be relevant of course it'll still be the hub of your home sure it's still going to be the central place that you can view the the status of your network the who's ringing your front doorbell you know what temperature your home is i think that's going to come more into your tv into your into your sort of front of mind sort of like the the the, the the control, the dashboard of your home, I think is going to sit on your television now. Of course, Samsung and Sony, all these companies are going to push that because they sell TVs. But um, I think the content, how we use our content is another thing. How we store it, how we share it, how we access it. Is it in the cloud? Is it on a drive? Is it 4K? They're things that we're now going to see. There's going to be some really clever thing we're going to see at CES that's going to make all of that easy. Like you're trying to aggregate all your content mm. and and view it in a, in a, a seamless sort of frictionless way. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. We will. It's. I mean, it's, I can't believe it's literally a couple of weeks it's away. Weeks away. Um, yeah. uh, and we will be jetting off to the United States to uh, find each other somewhere in Las Vegas. Uh, and we As will we bring you do. we'll bring you regular podcasts from the show floor or from wherever the heck we can be. I'll have a little studio there so Light we can club maybe or oh, well, <laughs> well, you, you can come into the EFTM studio, mate, up in the North Hall if you like. We okay. we can record oh, there a couple you, of times. You booked that again, have you? I've got the EFTM oh, studio mate, again. You're yes, all over that, mate. And uh, well, it's a great place to record. So we'll definitely be it's uh, literally at the very end of the convention center. No, it's not. There's a whole other hall in North. Oh Hall. yeah, okay. It's right. And your the one the room you chose was right in the furthest corner of that hall. No, there's the another North hall, hall north of that. No, there, there was the North Hall. You know, but there's the in the yeah, so LBH. There's a, so there's a North Hall and there's a further North Hall. Is there? There is, there's there's is the other uh, is in, in the uh, the Las in, Vegas Hilton. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah which yeah. is okay, cool. Which is where I'm staying. So you can find. Okay, me, I, was, I was going to say that. <laughs> Trevor's groupies, hello. Oh yeah, because they're everywhere. Hilton. It's also not called that anymore. But anyway, no, look, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. We'll we'll do as many shows as we can from the show and floor. I, and I'm staying at Caesar's Palace. If anyone, good wants luck to with know. that. It's it's too far from the Room show. Number no. <laughs> uh, it's been an awesome year. We've enjoyed the fun that we've had with the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag, and we've enjoyed uh, hearing from everyone, um, uh, all the Roberts and, uh, and other listeners yeah. on on Twitter. Uh, it would be great if you uh, jump on Twitter and and just say good day. We'll wish you a Merry Christmas because it's uh, yes. it's always good to reach. We'll reply, say, we'll reply to everybody. Absolutely. That's a commitment. We always do. Um, all you need to do is tweet us at Stephen Fennick with a PH or at Trevor Long. 
chuck in the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag and we'll, we'll definitely come across it. It's been a great year. We've enjoyed it all. We, we thank Knitgear for their support, knitgear.com.au. We'll be back again early January, live from Las Vegas, the Consumer Electronics Show. And uh, we look forward to that, Stephen. Merry Christmas to you, you and too. your family. Thank you. You too, Trevor. Have a happy and safe Christmas. And uh, to all our listeners, uh, have a thank you for listening uh, all year. It's been uh, We really enjoy bringing you this podcast every week. Thanks for your support. Have a happy and safe Christmas and a bumper 2015. Let's go get in the F-type and burn up the streets. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go.